Good morning, New Life at Calvary. Good to see you guys out today. Praise God. This is the day the Lord has made. And we're going to do what? Rejoice. Rejoice. Amen. Rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so glad you guys could come out today. Good morning, everybody online. We are so happy to see you today. God bless you. We would love for you to join our service. And as we begin our service, we're going to start off with a word of prayer. Lord, we just say thank you for this day, November the 20th. God, thank you for another Lord's Day. Thank you, God, for waking us all up this morning with a mind and hearts to serve you, Lord. You are our Father and our friend. We say thank you, Lord, that we can have a place to come and worship you, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to just guide those that are still on their way into service at the church and online, God. Let them get on safely, Lord. Remove any distractions, Lord. Um, Help us to just be ready to serve you today. We know you have a word for us today. Fill us up, mighty God. Fill us up with what you have. So we're going to give you, Lord, our praise, God. And we're going to say thank you, Lord, for the word that you've given us for today. We are here to give you thanks and all the praise. We ask you to bless our service this day. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 So wherever you are, we invite you to stand, and we are about to sing, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord.
praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for your goodness. God is so good, and we're so glad to see you all. Those are the ones that have made it out this morning, and those that are on their way, we ask that you would drive safely. Those that you are watching online, good morning. Make sure you push one of the buttons, push one of those buttons that said, I am here, good morning, good morning. So we're glad to see you. God is so good and so worthy to be praised. Yeah. And you just think about the goodness of God. It's just, you just can't say enough things. One of the things I like to do in the evening when I'm settling down is to think of just maybe three things that I'm grateful for, yes. for that day, Thank you, Lord. for that day. Amen. And oh my goodness, once you get started, you can't stop it. <laughs> so I praise God for that. All right. Thank you. Please join us in worship and praise because this is all about God. Come on and dance before the Lord. 
Amen. Thank you, praise team. Thank you so much, media team. Praise God. Praise God, Reverend Nacy. It is now time for prayer time. So let us go before the Lord. Great God, we just say thank you, Lord, for just bringing us here today, this Sunday, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to get to church safe and sound, God. We woke up this morning to the snow, Lord. We just say thank you, Lord, for the snow. Thank you, Lord, for your seasons. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you do in this world, your creation, God. But we are praying, Lord, for those that might be stuck in the snow right now, God. We ask you to come speedily and help them right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We are praying for those also without heat, Lord. We are praying that you give us all some, um, give everyone a place somewhere warm right now, Lord. Those that don't have a place, we ask you, Lord, to just come in right now, Holy Spirit. Warm up them, warm up their spirits and their bodies and their minds, God. Um, thank you, Lord, for the heat today. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for our homes, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for our sanctuary, God. Thank you, Lord, that things are in working order. We just say thank you, God. Just thank you, Lord, for utilities. God, you know, thank you, Lord. Um, God, we just ask you to just um, come to those that are in need of, of a healing right now, Lord. Those that are sick and shut in right now, Lord, we ask you to just... You know, Lord, some of us have, um, some of our uh, covenant members uh, have dementia and they're forgetful and they just need help, Lord. And we just say thank you, Lord, for good help that is on the way. Thank you, Lord, for just caring for our people. Thank you, Lord, for just covering them, helping them do with the things that they normally could do on their own. We just say thank you, Lord, as we transition, Lord, and we get a little bit older and things begin to hurt, Lord. Just thank you, Lord, for, for just help, God, and just giving us your ease and your peace to move all along and um and peace in our spirit in our mind god when things change that we don't understand because we know that you are with us even though things may not go our way we know that you are in control of the whole world so we ask you lord to just come in holy spirit into uh healing lord and and healing in minds and bodies and spirits lord we are praying for those in our prison ministry today those that need to be encouraged today it's hard god it is hard to be um, positive around in a negative situation, God. And some of us may not be in jail today, but some of us feel like we're in a prison in some area of our life, God. Whether it's sickness, whether it's a friendship, Lord, whether it's finances, God, free us from our prisons right now in Jesus' mighty name, God. Thank you, Lord, that we are free in you. In Jesus Christ, we are free indeed. And we say thank you, God, for freedom in you, God. Hallelujah. And we ask you, Lord, to just come in, Lord, to just those that just need help today. The, you know, different things have happened this week with our church members, God. And we just ask you to help us to just um, help those. This week we have our Thanksgiving celebration, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because people are going to come together across the world and give thanks, God. And we're going to thank you, Lord, because we can do nothing without you, God. You are our father, our friend, our provider, our way maker, our Jehovah Jireh, our Jehovah Nisi. Hallelujah. We can count on you, Lord. Nothing. We can have nothing without you. We are so thankful just for being alive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And we ask you, Lord, to feed your sheep this week, God. Feed your sheep, those that need food. Thank you, Lord, for equipping our church to serve um, our Thanksgiving meal this week. Just bring us in to serve not just food, but a spirit of joy. All the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, God. We want to be your people. We want to serve your people, God, because you have so first served us. You first love us, God, and we live from that place of love that you've given us. God, and when we don't have love in our hearts today, God, fill us with your love. Fill us with your, 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 your mind of Christ to today, Lord, and fill us. We say thank you, Lord, for everything. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us to November 20th, 2022, because somebody didn't wake up today. Hallelujah! Somebody didn't wake up today, but we are here. Hallelujah! And we give you thanks, and we give you praise, God. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord! Thank you, Lord! We love you, Lord, today, and we give you thanks that's why we come to worship you, Lord, and we give you the first of our time. We give you the first of our tithes. We give you the first of our talents, God, because we know every good thing comes from you, God. And we just say thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We are also going to pray for Reverend Benacy. Reverend Benacy, come on up. Praise God, saints. Praise God. So many of us had a hard time getting to church this morning, amen? Well, at least those of y'all on the east side, because let me tell you, on the west side, it's sunny, and there's no snow. When you kept, when some of y'all was calling me, talking about we closing church, I looked out the window, I saw the sun, I said, oh, what are we closing church for? I got on to the east side, it's a blizzard over here, saints. So thank God for all of us being able to get here, but Reverend Benassi is preparing to travel, amen, to Liberia. Remember, we had the banquet to raise money in order to build a Liberian church, amen? And I believe Reverend Benassi and the group raised over $4,000, praise God. And so we want to pray for Reverend Benassi. If anyone wants to come lay hands, we want to pray for his travel mercy. Reverend Benassi, before we pray, though, do you want to say anything? Uh, I just want to take this time to say a big thank you to this family because we are one family in this church and you people have already proven beyond all reasonable doubt that you love God. Every penny you give to build the church of God will be a blessing for you and your family. May the Lord bless you all for supporting us. God bless you. And if you did not get a chance to give, it's never too late, amen? (laughs) You can always donate to uh, the Liberian church. Let us pray. Name the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And you all can raise a hand toward us, please. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord, that you send us far and wide. You give us the great commission, Lord, that tells us, Lord, to go and make disciples, And we thank you, Lord, that you have chosen Reverend Benassi, Lord, and he has heard your call. He has lived your call, holy God. We thank you, Lord, that he has been in America faithfully serving you, Lord, 
but he has not forgotten where he has come from, Lord. He has not forgotten his country and his homeland. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that as he returns, Lord, to the people of Liberia, that you would grant him your grace and mercy. Give him all that he needs, Lord, to continue to build this new church in Liberia. We pray for our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ already over in Liberia, Lord. Those that will do the, the building, those that will use the hammers, those that will come and, and help put the pews in and all the different things, Lord. We are so grateful that we get to be a part of this, Lord. And we pray your blessing of great growth and prosperity for them, Lord, that all will go well. But most of all, Lord, we are just so excited that it's going to be new people that know you, Lord, new people that will give their lives to you for the very first time. So go before Reverend Benesi, Lord. Grant him travel mercy on the plane, Lord, with the people, Lord. Grant him your favor, Lord, and then bring him back home, Lord, to this country, his second country, his second home, Lord Jesus, and allow all to go well. And we give you the praise and honor to your name. It's in the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Praise God. Saints, let us all rise as we recite our church purpose together. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others, teach the word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I will invite others to come and join me in worship, I will be a part of a small group Bible fellowship to grow in Christ. I will serve in the ministry with my gifts and talents, and I will do my part in faithfully giving my tithes and offerings to keep the ministry of Jesus Christ alive in the world. I will love all those who enter our doors and accept them in our midst. Amen. Amen. We're going to have Sharon Thomas come up and read our scriptures for us today. Good morning. God is still good, even through the midst of it all. We woke up this morning and most of us made it here, so he's good. Our Old Testament lesson comes from the book of Jonah, chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. Hear the word of the Lord. But to Jonah, this seemed very wrong, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord, isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? This is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, Lord, take away my life. For it is better for me to die than to live. Amen. New Testament lesson comes from the book of Mark, chapter 12, verses 28 through 34. Again, hear the word of the Lord. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. 
Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well, said teacher, the man replied, you are right in saying that God is one and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, understanding, and hearing of his holy word. Thank you, Sharon. Praise God, saints. Can anyone tell me what time it is? It's offering time. And what do we say? Hallelujah. Praise God. Aren't you glad that the Lord gave you money to buy that winter coat and the boots you got on and paid like Pastor Antonio prayed for those heating bills and all that stuff? <laughs> Hallelujah. Today is the third Sunday. Is it the third Sunday, y'all? Wow. The third Sunday of November, and our special, or, our special offering goes to support our Rotulu Orphanage in Nigeria, praise God. And we want to be a blessing to our brothers and sisters in Christ way over in Nigeria and to help the children. So if you're able today, we're asking that you will give to the Rotulu Orphanage. As our ushers come forward, let us pray. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord. Because we know all good gifts come from you. We thank you, Lord, for your great provision. We thank you, Lord, that you make sure that we have all of our needs met and more. We ask your blessing upon these offerings, Lord, and we pray, Lord, that they will be multiplied and amplified to be used for your kingdom and your people for your purpose. We thank you and we honor you and we glorify your name. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Praise God as our ushers are collecting our offering. For those that are joining us online, we have several easy ways for you to participate in the offering. You can go right now online to nlac.tv and establish your online website giving. For those that like to use Cash App, go ahead, put the dollar sign in, the number two, NLAC, and your offering comes right to us. For those that like to mail in or drop off your, your offering, the address is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. Our address again is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. Thank you again for sharing in our time of offering. Saints, we will now be blessed, and we are so glad that Carrie made it here today, you all. He was really trapped in his driveway. And Carrie is going to bring us every day is a day of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Sure.
this week on Thanksgiving Day. Tell me, one of my traditions at our house is that we go around and say one thing we're thankful for. Amen. Is anybody thankful for something today? All right. Let's let's share. Tell us. Stand up and let us know one thing you're thankful for or two things. My health. Anybody else? Anna? 
Hold on, Anna. We got to hear what you're saying. <laughs> Let me give you this mic. We studied about Jesus Christ and who is God. And there's only one God, people. Yes. He has three personalities. And it's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And his spirit indwells us. If you have received Jesus Christ, his spirit indwells you. No matter where you go, no matter what you're doing, no matter how you're doing, Jesus loves you. Amen. Keep that in mind. Praise God. Praise God, Anna. Y'all had a good class this morning. I'm thankful y'all had a good class this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm thankful that I was Thank able to come to church today because my son drove me. Otherwise, I wouldn't have made it. Because Praise, of, praise God. Jessica says she, her son drove her to church today. Praise God. Reginald? I'm thankful for the spiritual family that God placed me in. So I'm just thankful for my family. Praise God. Thankful for family. Sharon? I'm thankful that God woke me up this morning, first of all, because as I said earlier, he didn't have to do it. I'm yes. thankful for making it here safely, although, like PK, I didn't have much snow on the other side of town, so I thank God for that. Yes. And I'm also thankful that he clothed me in my right mind and breathed the breath of fresh air through my veins and started me on my way. Amen. Woo! I feel the joy of Jesus in y'all this morning. <laughs> Amen. I like to, I'm thankful for the goodness of God. Amen. Amen. Thankful for the goodness of God. Annette? I thank God for leading me to church this morning. Yes. Hallelujah. Right. Here you go. Praise God. Miss Martha is back. I'm thankful to see Miss Martha today. Praise God. Good morning. I'm glad to be here. And I'm very thankful for the day of being here. And God bless all of you all and bless me and my family. Amen. Praise God. God. It's good to see you, Martha. Anyone else? I am I'm thankful for oh, hey, I'm, I'm thankful for prayer. I'm thankful for having a relationship with Jesus Christ Praise with God. God. And that is the vehicle of prayer, if yes. you kinda of call it that. So that I'm just is. grateful for prayer. Praise God. I just thank God that I could get here today to get filled with the word of Almighty God. Amen. Praise, Praise God. And I'd like to thank God. Go ahead, Carrie. I'd like to thank God for waking me up this morning and stuff and and giving me strength. Praise you God. You know, as I travel these roads and and I like special prayer for for all the children, you know, that's always do a lot of stuff, you know, yeah. with the different issues of being a teenager now. Mm -hmm. It's 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 not um it's not an easy task for it them. It sure isn't. So some of y'all parents, y'all be patient with y'all kids. Amen. 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 Marion? Yes. Good morning. Can Good morning. Yeah. I think uh, I'm thankful for having God in my life. Amen. And I'm so thankful for all of the blessings that God has given my family and me. Yes. And I'm thankful for being able to help others. Uh, I, I'm a person who believes in giving, and I will almost give the last thing that I have. Praise because God. Because I, I just love people. 
in general. Amen. That's that's my makeup, but I I just I'm thankful for having God in my life and in my family's life. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to be thankful to the Most High God for calling me into ministry and standing by me. He promised me in the book of Matthew 28, he said, I should go and carry the good news to all nations, and he will be with me to the very end. Yes, he did. I can really see his faithfulness in his promise in my life. So I just want to be thankful to God for everything he's doing for me in the ministry. God bless you. God bless you. Praise God, Mike. My, uh, my health insurance uh, came to the weekly, the yearly thing, but it did a different exam, a total exam. Okay. All my nerve was great, so I thank God for that. Every year, they test me for every disease. Okay. Thank God I don't have anything. Praise God. Uh, Larry, you got your mic, Larry? Yeah, I got yeah, I just, I'd like to thank God for just... You know, I've, I've had a terrific year, <laughs> Larry. A terrific year, believe me. And I thank God for all the wonderful blessings that have He has bestowed upon us. Uh, even this morning, we got up and the car wouldn't start. Wow! Oh. So, <laughs> called Uber and he got us here. We were Praise a little late, God. but we got here. Praise so, God! So, hmm? <laughs> Jackie said the driver's name was Alexander. Alexander. <laughs> and she gave him a tip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank but God for Alexander. <laughs> but, I'm impressed. But, Y'all know how to work Uber. I still don't know how to work Uber. <laughs> I had to call Tiffany. Oh. <laughs> and she okay. told me how to do it. Us older ones, we got to call our grandkids and kids to yeah. make Uber work for us. But praise God that she was able to do that for you. I am thankful for my family and my new life at Calvary family. Yeah. Um, Y'all just don't know it. Every day I'm in a lot of pain. But because this is something about you and something about serving him brings me here every Saturday and Sunday. I'm in 24-7 pain. But when I come here, it's like sometimes the pain just go away. And I am so thankful for my family and my new life at Calvary family. Thank you, Pearly. (laughs) And I'd like to uh, thank God for Sister Pearly. when When I'm down... And I need a smile. Like I always get a smile from Pearly Gates. Yes, Pearly Huff. Pearly, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she can always help us to smile. Praise God. And I'm, I'm like you all. I'm thankful for you. Thankful for your service, your faithfulness. Even getting up today. Even those online. Y'all couldn't make it, but you got online. Thankful for you all to join us, even online. God is good. <laughs> All the time, God is good. God is so good. So let's take a moment to pray. Gracious and holy God, we are so thankful for you, Lord Jesus. Every testimony, every word, Lord, was really a reflection of you, Lord Jesus, and what you have done in all of our lives. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Thank you, Lord. We cannot say it enough how much we are thankful for you. Gracious God, we continue to ask for your anointing today, Lord. As we listen to your word, Lord, open our eyes, open our hearts, open our minds, Lord, that we may love you more deeply, that we may serve you more faithfully, Lord, that we may be pleasing vessels unto you. And we thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, 
Amen and amen. Praise God. Thank you. I feel like I've already had a little bit of my Thanksgiving because of y'all. <laughs> Saints, every Sunday, oh, you all have a sermon outlined in your bulletin if it helps to follow along with me today. And what is today the title of today's message? Love God, love people. Marion almost really preached my message when she was talking. <laughs> I was like, Marion, you, you have my whole message. She says she loves, loves God and she loves people. You know, every Sunday and today we say our church purpose, right? Let's look at our purpose real quick and let's recite it. Y'all don't have to stand, but we're going to say it again. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others, teach the word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I will invite others to come and join me in worship. I will be a part of a small group Bible fellowship to grow in Christ. I will serve in the ministry with my gifts and talents. I will do my part in faithfully giving my tithes and offerings to keep the ministry of Jesus Christ alive in the world. I will love all those who enter our doors and accept them in our midst. Amen. So, We've had this church purpose for a while, right? What places have you seen our purpose? Where have you seen it at? Have you seen it on a sign? Huh? On the kiosk? When we give out groceries, it's on a sign outside. We, we have a, it's over there on the wall. <laughs> It's in the chapel on the wall, in the sanctuary on the wall. We've had sermon series about our purpose. Do y'all remember that sermon series? Pastor Rick was still here when we preached that sermon series. Some of us have owned this purpose, right? Some of us live it, and when we think about it, and we, we try to walk this walk on the daily lives. But for some, it's really hard to explain what we are doing, what's special about New Life at Calvary. Have you ever tried to explain our church or our ministry to anybody? Has anybody ever tried to explain it? You have? Did you find it easy, Tanya, or difficult? Okay. Right. So, you know, she said it. she had to think about it a little bit. It, it wasn't that difficult, but she did take a moment to think, and she went on those uh, ideas of serving people and educating people, helping people to know. You probably drew a little bit from our church purpose, amen? But I think about it. Sometimes so many just don't get what we do here at New Life at Calvary. So many, so many people just don't understand our ministry on the corner of 79th and Euclid. If we had to describe what we do in a very short sentence, I know I'm talking about two or three words, what would you say? Ministry. Community, serving the community. Making, di making a difference in the lives of others. God's business place. I like that, Reggie. <laughs> God's business place. You know, I was uh, trying to figure out 
because we are preparing for a capital campaign. You all, some of you all have already started giving pledges and, and helping to support our restoration because we are going to be going under a full restoration project here at New Life at Calvary. Y'all know about the beam and the sanctuary, right? But there are other parts of our building that need some love and care. And so prepare to hear about that in the upcoming weeks and months as we go along. But one of the things we have to do is be able to explain very simply to the stranger on the street what we are doing. And I tried to think about that. I've been thinking and praying about it like, Lord, how can I explain what we are doing? I mean, if you go to Burger King right now, what's their, how do we know what they're doing? What's Burger King's, what's their, their purpose? What, what do they say? What's their slogan? Have it your way, right? What's Nike's? Just do it, right? So I kept thinking, Lord, what is our simple phrase that if we could just say that real quick, people would get it and understand what we are doing? So, of course, the Lord drew me to the scripture that we have today. And let's look at Mark chapter 12, verses 28 through 34. Let's read this together. One of the teachers of the law came and heard, <laughs> noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked them, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no great, no commandment greater than these. So what's those two commandments? And we are created and designed. Our complete purpose is to love God. Amen? And because of this, even in our purpose statement, it says in response to God's love. We are meant to love people. So when I, when I thought and reflected and prayed on this and I had to sum up our church purpose, it's very simple. Love God, love people. Say that with me. Love God, love people. That's it, real easy to say, isn't it? The mark of a Christian, do y'all know that song? They will know we are. Amen. The mark of a Christian is love. Say that with me. The mark of a Christian is love. Only by receiving God's love can we then share God's love. It's almost even like a cross. Only by receiving God's love can we share God's love, right? One of the biggest problems with the church today is people don't feel the love. Have you all heard that? They don't think of Christians as very loving. They don't feel loved and cared for. But the mark of us is love. But the world is telling us, y'all don't love us. So there's a disconnect, right? I want to 
want you all to understand that God's love, like I think Pastor Antonia said last week, is not Burger King love. We can't have it our way. Oh, that wasn't Pastor Tony. That was Pat Reverend Goodman. He said that last week. It was Men's Sunday last week. He said it's not Burger King love. We can't have it our way, can we? Christian be, uh, love is the mark of being a Christian, and that begins with being devoted to God. And what we don't understand about God's love is God's love is not everything. God is everything, but God's love is not everything. God's love is not what we want it to be. God's love is what God wants it to be, and there is a difference. You see, God's love doesn't change with the seasons and the times. We in 2022 now, right? It's a whole new program, a whole new ball game. But guess what? God's love is the same love from the beginning of time. His love didn't change. We change. We change the rules, and we want God's love to, to obey what we want it to be. Tell your neighbor, it don't work that way. The world honestly... And sadly, and if we fully admit it, teaches a messed up love. Tell your neighbor it's a messed up love. Would y'all agree with me? It's a messed up love, right? You see, the world teaches us that sex is love. How many of us know that's not true? <laughs> it's hard. I sometimes look at the teenagers, and I remember back when I was a teenager, and I think about all those hormones that was raging, and you just felt you saw your boo across the gym because you was in the gym, and you saw him, and he saw you, and you thought, I was so in love. No, you were so involved in your hormones. <laughs> Sometimes even the world teaches us that love is violence. How many times have you seen somebody in an abusive relationship, and they believe that is love? Tell your neighbor, that's not so. Some believe money is love. How many of y'all feel good when somebody give y'all some money? <laughs> I know I do. If any of y'all come in here right now with a big wad of cash, I'm going to feel so loved. <laughs> I'm going to feel so appreciated. But is that love? Tell your neighbor, that's not love either. Some of us believe material possessions are an example of love. I mean, if somebody bought you a brand new car today, would you feel loved? If you, if you walked outside in the parking lot and, you know, the, the car was waiting, gassed up for you, you know, that big red ribbon on top, y'all would be like this doing y'all dance. They love me. They love me. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, that's not love. Some of us believe being even a part of a political affiliation is love. Some kind of way our world believes that if you are a Republican or even sometimes if you are a Democrat, you are a Christian. No, <laughs> that's not the mark of a Christian, is it? Don't matter if you Democrat or Republican. That is not love. So the world teaches a messed up love. There is a difference between unconditional love, say unconditional love, and unconditional acceptance. 
say unconditional acceptance. You see, God don't accept everything. He has never said, I'm going to accept every single thing you do in your life. Has he? We would like that. (laughs) He said, I am going to love you unconditionally. But there is a difference between unconditional love and unconditional acceptance. God loves us no matter what. But he does not accept everything that we do. And that is the problem of why the world doesn't feel love. Because they truly want unconditional acceptance. Accept everything I do. I can sleep with who I want to sleep with. I can use as many drugs as I want to use. I can drink when I want to drink. I can be the evilest, unkindest person in the world. Accept me anyway. Tell your neighbor, don't work like that. He going to love you, but the acceptance is a whole nother problem, a whole nother situation. When we look at our story of Jonah in the Bible, the prophet Jonah, Jonah had a calling on his life. He had to go to the city of Nineveh. And you see, Nineveh was full of sinners, just like us, amen. Full of sinners. And they wanted to be accepted exactly how they were. They wanted to be able to keep living how they was living, to keep drinking and partying and doing all the things that they were doing. And God sent Jonah to tell them to repent and turn from their wicked ways. What did Jonah do? Jonah ran out of there. (laughs) Why did Jonah run? He didn't want anything to do with that. He saw their wickedness, and he wanted them punished. He even told God, let's look at this scripture, Jonah chapter 4. Let's look at a verse starting with verse 1. Let's read this together. But to Jonah, this seemed very wrong, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord. This is what, this, isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? That is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. Jonah was a trip, y'all. Tell tell your neighbor, Jonah was a trip. (laughs) Jonah received a call to go and tell the people to stop sinning and to repent. How many of you all would like to walk into a room of sinners and say, stop sinning and repent and know that at that moment, they're going to change their lives around and start serving God? Would anybody like that experience? I know I would. I want to be able to go downtown, I think it's that way, to the city of Cleveland. I want to be able to stand in public square, and I want to say, sinners, repent. Turn from your wicked ways. And I want everybody to say, oh, thank you. Thank you, Pastor Kelly, for coming to help us out. (laughs) We'll turn from our wicked ways right now and start serving the Lord. Wouldn't that be a nice story one day? (laughs) But Jonah didn't like that story. He didn't like it so much, in fact, that he 
fled to Tarshish, and he said, Lord, I don't want this call. He didn't like it so much that he even had to experience being in the belly of a whale to, to deal with this story. He wanted the people to be punished. How many of us got some um, anger issues? <laughs> How many of us got some unconfessed anger issues? <laughs> have you ever seen somebody and you know they have done some dirt in this world? And you know they wrong. And then God blesses them anyway. And you be looking at them like, Lord, why you bless them? You know how they've been living? Did you see what I saw, Lord? And you think they deserve the blessing? Come on, God. Some of us feel that way. We feel that way. Jonah even, when, when he finally relented and he finally followed God's plan for his life, he even in this scripture says, isn't this what I said? It was a big, I told you so, Lord. I knew you was going to send me in there to those sinners. I was going to tell them to repent. They were going to repent, and you were going to love them and not punish them. See, Lord, I told you. How many of us know we can tell the Lord some things? <laughs> we can tell God everything God needs to know. So Jonah was angry, and the scripture says he became very angry. And then he says he even wanted, at the last part of this, it says, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. You know you messed up some kind of way, y'all. If you would prefer more for the people to get punished than for the people to get saved and forgiven. Jonah's heart was in such poor shape, say poor shape, that he couldn't even see it. He was more focused on these people being punished than receiving God's grace. Jonah was even willing to die. That's a hard story to hear, right? The more interesting part of this story, though, is Jonah was praying this whole time. The entire time he was talking to God, my friends. The whole time he's talking to God. Do you ever take your hardest, most difficult prayers to God? Do you ever tell God, Lord, I, I hate people? Some of y'all say it, though. <laughs> How many of y'all have heard somebody say, I, I hate people? <laughs> some of y'all, I won't ask you to raise your hand, but some of y'all say it. I hate people. <laughs> Don't even want to be in a crowd because you hate people. Don't want to go to the dinner because you hate people. <laughs> but Jonah confessed to the Lord, I'm struggling. Why are these people getting forgiven? He, he gave all of his most difficult prayers to God. He even told God, I am so down right now that I feel like I need to die. And the Lord was gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. Isn't God good? Who are you talking to? Ask your neighbor, who are you talking to? I love when Susan said what she was thankful for. That she gets to talk to God every day. 
every day, every minute, any time, rain, snow, sunshine. If you at home, if you at school, if you at work, wherever you are, guess what? You can pray. You can get on your knees. You can lay prostrate on the ground. You can be standing up. You can say it out loud. You can say it quietly in your mind. But every day we can pray. I heard someone say one time, the reason they don't speak things out loud is because Satan can hear it. Satan doesn't know our thoughts, but God does. God can hear our prayers and know what we're thinking even when it doesn't come out of our mouth. He knows our prayers even when we haven't uttered them. That's why they say sometimes you better not speak that out loud into existence because Satan can hear it and will make sure it happens. You say, you know, I'm not going to do well on this test. You better not say that out loud. Better say that in your mind, Lord. This is me like thinking, y'all. Lord, I might not do well on this test. Help me out, Lord. Help me out. Or whatever we're struggling with. Jonah was talking to God constantly. Tell your neighbor, talk to God. Talk to God. And Jonah followed through, and he became obedient. And because of his obedience, an entire city was saved and delivered. In spite of not wanting to love the people, Jonah loved God. And finally, he was able to love God's people. Isn't that amazing? What will you be known for? How many of us have had times of disobedience in our lives when we struggle with God? We like this, running. Would rather spend time in the belly of the whale than to be obedient to God. But then we finally wake up, don't we? Tell your neighbor, I'm glad you woke up. <laughs> what will you be known for? Will anybody at any time in your life stand up and say, you know what? That person loved God, and they sure did love people. Do you know anybody like that in your life right now today? You know somebody that you know they love God. You know they drive you crazy they love God so much. But do you also know that they love people? Because sometimes we see people loving God, but they forget to love people. They forget that part. They so holy all the time, but then they mean to you, right? What will new life at Calvary be known for? 20, 30, 40 years from now, you know what I want them to say about us? I want them to say, you know those people on the corner of 79th and Euclid? They love God and they love people. They love God, and they love people. Why am I preaching this this day? Because we're about to go into the holidays, y'all. Uh -huh. I always feel like I got to get us ready for the holidays. You know why? Because I know you're going to see your uncle that's getting on your nerves that you ain't seen wow. since last Thanksgiving. Wow. <laughs> I know you're going to see your cousin that was on Facebook with all their words, and you're going to want to go in. I know you're going to see, you know, your baby daddy or your baby mama and you know, they're going to show up, mess up the Thanksgiving plan because that's what they do. And so we got to get ready. Tell your neighbor, get ready. Get ready. We got to get ready for the holidays. 
got to get ready to show those marks that we are a Christian. We got to be ready to show the love even when other people aren't being loving toward us, right? So it is our time to shine. You know, next Sunday is the first Sunday of Advent. And on Advent Sunday, we celebrate the coming, say the coming, the coming of the King. Jesus is coming back. That's something to be thankful for, amen? Jesus is coming back. The world is getting destroyed, but guess what? Jesus is coming back. Are you thankful for that? Are you thankful that one day, say one day, we will not have to live in this forsaken world anymore? Jesus is coming back, and I want to be ready. I want people to say, you know, you love, Kelly loved God and she loved people. But more importantly, I want Jesus to say it. I want Jesus to say, you love me and you love my people. Remember what he told Peter, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? I want Jesus to come back and say, look at those people at New Life at Calvary. They loved me, and they loved my people. Because what did he say after he said, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Feed my lambs. It's our time to shine. The holidays. We celebrate Christian holidays. I mean, I I see all the other holidays. I see Rosh Hashanah and all Yom Kippur and all of those other ones, the Muslim holidays, right? Do y'all celebrate those? Why not? What'd you say, Jasmine? Because you're not Muslim. You're not Jewish. Thanksgiving is one of the few holidays that we have that's non-religious. We can all celebrate it, right? We celebrate Christian holidays for a reason. It's our time to shine. Tell your neighbor it's our time to shine. This is the one time a year when we get to say there's a God. I know you're looking at that tree, but look up. The star is at the top and it's pointing you to Jesus. Remember the star that the, the wise men followed? It's pointing us to Jesus. It's our time to shine. It is hard to love people. Can we all agree with that? Every time I preach a sermon like this, I tell you all, you're going to be tested shortly after you leave this room. It is hard to love people. They get on our nerves, don't they? They say weird and strange things, don't they? They always ask for money or time or help us fix something. People always want something, don't they? Folks, it's strange. It is hard to love people. But that's why we love God first. And then God gives us his love to love people. You see, we run out of love real quick. If I'm loving you on all my strength, y'all got about five minutes worth of love. I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) I'm just going to be real honest. If y'all had to depend on Pastor Kelly's love, it's already dried up. The bank is empty. (laughs) And I know that's true about some of y'all because I've seen y'all in action. If I got to depend on your love, I'm in trouble because it was used up last week. (laughs) That's why we go to the source. God's love never, ever fails. 
It never runs out. The bank is never empty. He always has more than we need. And so we love God. He gives us love that we can love people. But we got to pray for that. Got to pray for that. You see, when, when you encounter somebody this Thanksgiving, and I know you're going to see somebody, and you're going to be in there making that Thanksgiving turkey, and you don't baste it in and put the butter on and the sage on, and you don't stay it up all night making sure the greens didn't burn, and somebody going to come to your house, and they're going to say, well, I don't eat pork. Or they're going to say, did you put salt in that? Are they going to say something like, I don't even like turkey like that. Where's the roast beef? Y'all know they are. (laughs) And I want you to think, serving is love. Me serving is love. You can even say that to them. I'm serving you this turkey that you don't like because I love you. Now, if you love me, you're going to eat that turkey. (laughs) Somebody going to be standing outside asking you for money. And you only got your last $5. And you need your $5. And the Lord going to play something on your heart, and he's going to be like, give them the $5. And when you give them the $5, you're going to say, I give to you because I love you. I love God, and I love you, so I'm going to give you my last $5. Trust me, it's not because of me. Because if it was because of me, you wouldn't have this $5. Try to say it nice, (laughs) y'all. Donating is loving. It's going to be some kids that's going to need some Christmas. And some of y'all are going to say, well, kids don't need all that Christmas. They spoiled anyway. Why we got to have toys every Christmas? Notice you weren't saying that when you was a kid. (laughs) I don't understand how folks grow up, become Jehovah's Witness. Nothing against the Jehovah's Witnesses. But the one practice they faithful about is not doing Christmas. And I be thinking, you just don't want to buy your kids no toys. You know, buy them a toy. (laughs) You might be asked to donate something for a kid for Christmas. Or a senior citizen. Today we're giving out the Thanksgiving baskets. Today we're giving fruit baskets to all of our sick and shut-ins. You might be asked, I know it's snowing outside, but you might be asked, hey, you going down Euclid Avenue toward Miss Such-and-Such House, can you drop off her basket? You might feel like saying no. (laughs) But you're going to say, I'm going to drive to Miss Such-and-Such house down on Euclid because I love you and I love Miss Such-and-Such. Now give me the basket and get in the car and go. Praying is loving. How many of us struggle in our prayer life? Somebody come up to you and ask you to pray and you don't pray right then and then you don't forget about it by the time you're getting in the bed tonight. But to really stop with somebody and say, you know what, I love you, and I care about you, and I'm going to pray for you right here, right now. Comforting is loving. We, cel- we had a homegoing celebration this past week for a five-month-old baby. Family is devastated. 
But so many of you came out to comfort the family, to serve them a piece of chicken, to give them a glass of juice. Comforting is loving, but it's hard work, isn't it, you all? Our Advent series, our Christmas series, all these things are coming up, and it's again our time to shine. Tell your neighbor, it's time to shine. You see, every time we invite somebody to church, that's us saying, I love you. Every time we invite them to the Christmas concert that's coming up, that's you saying, I love you. If you invite them to Advent, if you invite them to the performance, the theater performance of Mary and Joseph, that is you saying, I love you. Christmas is on a Sunday this year. Did y'all know that? Some of y'all going to try to stay home. Because you got to get your dinner cooked. The kids got to open those gifts that you so lovingly prepared for them, right? But you're going to say to your church family, I'm coming to church because I love you. I love God, and I love you. And I'm going to drag these kids all of them to church, even though they want to stay home and play with their presents. We come into church on Sunday. What I'm trying to say, you all, is when you encounter people this season, there's going to be some times when you don't feel like you love them, and they definitely don't feel the love coming from you. And you're going to say to them, I love God, and I'm doing my very best to love you. And sometimes you maybe even want to say to them, and it's not easy. It's not easy. But we also have to admit, it's not easy for people to love us in return, is it? It's not easy. But every day, just like when we pray and we can go to God every day, we can say the words, God loves you. Tell your neighbor, God loves you. And I love you too. And like Pastor Toby says, there is nothing you can do about it. Let's pray. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord, for your gift of love. And we know, Holy Spirit, that it is not easy to love people. It is also not easy for us to be loved, Lord Jesus. But we pray, Lord, that you will give us your love. Help us to love you more. Help us to be devoted to you more, Lord, so that we can be filled with your power, filled with your strength, filled with your love, so that we can serve this world. We thank you, Lord, and honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Let us all rise. We're going to sing, I Surrender All. And if you would like us to pray with you or pray for your family, just raise a hand. And myself, the lay pastors, will come around and we'll pray with you.
because we are trying to shorten the time of the announcements 
There are also a full list of all everything that's happening the week this coming week. You real will also receive an email today and a phone tree today later on detailing everything. This is an easy week, y'all, because of Thanksgiving. We're not having very many things this week because we want everyone to enjoy their time with their family and friends. Uh, it's no birthdays listed, but is, is there a birthday that we may have missed this week? Anybody celebrating a birthday or an anniversary? I believe Tanea Jackson, her birthday is this week. And um, my mother-in-law, she's deceased, she's passed away, but her birthday was always, the. Uh, it sometimes fell on Thanksgiving, sometimes the day before, depending on how Thanksgiving came in. But we do miss her and say happy birthday to all the November birthday folks. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> if you missed that performance at the Cleveland School of Arts, <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> We want to say congratulations to Jasmine Baines and the hallelujah and the entire Cleveland School of Arts for an outstanding performance, Jasmine. It was absolutely outstanding. They had 103 students participating, y'all, 103. And that's not even including the administration, the adults, the parents, all the, the behind-the-scenes people that helped it was 103 young people in that performance. And so we praise God for you all's success. And Jasmine, let us know what's next. Jas the play Jasmine played two characters, y'all. I just got to say, I, I didn't see Friday, but I saw Saturday. And on Saturday, she played uh, a Palestinian mother. And she had a whole accent, y'all. She had a good accent. And she had to say serious in the t I've never seen Jasmine that serious. And she has a mother voice. It, when she had to yell like a mother, it scared me. It, it made me jump in my seat. I said, Whoa. I thought my, my mother had come in the room. <laughs> I said, whoa. You were so good, Jasmine. Congratulations for all, the, all your hard work. You did an outstanding job. Outstanding. <clears throat> and she had to take voice lessons for that accent. <laughs> We also want to say thank you to all that attended Jasmine's play and her performance. We want to say thank you to everyone that came out to Wakanda, had a good time with Wakanda. Thank you for those that came to The Chosen. That was a fantastic. They had sold out movie theaters, you all. want to say thank you to everyone that came and helped with Gail's family, Anna Saccharone's family, for Baby Odin. It was truly a very meaningful, emotional um, service that they had. And the family was very grateful for us bringing them in and wrapping our arms around them. We are asking you all for prayer for Alfred Haywood. Alfred is in a nursing home now. Is he in the rehab? Ruth, where are you at? St. Augustine. Is, is it in the bulletin, Ruth? So look in the bulletin. Haywood could definitely use our encouragement. Haywood pretty much came to our building every day. If the door is open, Haywood would usually come to our building. So he's used to our support and hearing from us. So send him a card. He can't talk on the phone right now, but send him a card and pray for him. Uh, we are also asking for prayers for Diane Owens Hall. Diane was in the hospital this past weekend. I'm not sure if she's still there or if she's at home but continue to pray for her. want you all to know that the, those that signed up for the turkey dinners for this week, they will be available for you. For those that signed up, say those that signed up. 
Now, I know some of y'all going to say, but Pastor Kelly, you know I sign up every year. Well, you forgot this year, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. We might be able to give you a turkey, but you won't have a whole meal, okay? <laughs> but, say but. <laughs> if you need a meal, you can go next door to True Holiness. <laughs> True Holiness left these wonderful flyers, and they share our parking lot. And they're serving a free meal after their service today. And their service started at 11. So when we finish, if y'all go right over there, y'all will be right on time to eat. <laughs> so they're having a meal. Want to pray for Sharon Grice Williams and Vince Williams. They are dealing with both the flu and the pneumonia. So they are in-house. This Thursday, we will have our Thanksgiving meal here at New Life at Calvary. I think I might have sent the wrong time out. Is it 12 o'clock or 1230? 12.30, the food gets served at 12.30. So I'll make that correction. But um, our volunteers, I think you all need to be here. Is it 11 o'clock? 11 o'clock. <laughs> so if you're helping Mary in the kitchen to actually cook, please speak directly to Mary to ask what time she wants you to be here. But if you're serving food, we would like you to be here at 11 o'clock. I think that's all the announcements. Oh, go ahead. Oh, thank you. Come on, Marvin. Greeting. I just wanted to say concerning her, her sermon today, we love God because he first loved us. Amen. Uh, my announcement is about the uh, Men's Association Night at Caramel House to see Black Nativity. The venue has been changed and uh, to uh, Cleveland Playhouse, Playhouse Square. We are waiting now on an update from Caramu, who's waiting on an update from Playhouse Square because I asked about parking, which could be $25, $30. So anyway, hold your horses, and I'll let you know. Those, those who, that's what my daddy told us growing up, when we had to wait, hold your horses. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you'll know when I know. In the meantime, God bless you all. Hey, Marvin, can they still get a ticket? Uh, hold your horses. No. I mean, can they still sign? Can we still sign up for a ticket, no matter what happens? Can we? We're having a men's association meeting today, and we'll decide that. Okay. Because we have options. Okay, so hold our horses, Gail. <laughs> Thank you, Britt. Are we? Is it an open invitation, Gail? Oh, I didn't realize. Praise the Lord! Y'all got two options to eat today. You can go over about 12 o'clock. You can eat at uh, True Holiness. Then you can let that food settle. Then you can go over to Bridge City Church <laughs> at 4 o'clock, right? They're going to have a service. Then you're going to have your dinner right on time at 6 o'clock. You don't have to cook at all today, Lord. The Lord has provided your lunch and your dinner. <laughs> Praise God. So please, if you want to go over to Bridge, and, and that's their Thanksgiving service, and uh, they will enjoy all of us to come over to participate and enjoy a meal. Did I get everything? Tell your neighbor happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Let's all stand for the benediction. Gracious and holy God, as we depart this place, but never from your sight, Lord Jesus, we again say thank you. Thank you for your love, your joy, your peace, your patience, your kindness, your goodness, your gentleness, and your self-control. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be the people that you called us to be. Thank you for loving us first so that we can love others. 
We thank you and we honor you and we give you all the praise in your awesome and holy name. It's in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that we pray and all God's people said amen and amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm mighty glad you came to church today.